Hi, and welcome to the Lessons with Leslie podcast, where I share all things self-love and becoming God's version of you. Are you a woman who struggles with loving yourself or seeing yourself the way God sees you? Where you're in the right place and you're also in good company because I used to be that woman too, but thankfully I am not her anymore. My self-love journey is full of valuable lessons that I'm eager to share with you. It is my hope that I can empower you to become everything that God had in mind when he created the unique masterpiece that is called you. And yes, I'm talking to you. Thanks so much for stopping by and hanging out with me today. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday to you. I hope your weekend is off to a good start. I appreciate you for joining me today. I actually was just thinking this will be the last time that we chat in the month of November. The next time I talk to you, it will be a brand new month and almost the end of the year. So today we're going to continue part two of a three-part series I'm expecting. And before I do that, I celebrated my birthday a few weeks ago and I took a solo trip to Europe, to Portugal to be exact. I had the most incredible, incredible time. Um, You know, going solo internationally for the first time was a little intimidating, a lot intimidating if I'm honest, but it turned out to be something that I will never forget and I plan to do time and time again. So over on my YouTube channel on last Friday, I shared a lesson entitled Purpose in Portugal, where I also included some of the footage from my trip, video, and pictures. So if you have never seen Portugal before, or you're interested in seeing the beauty of that country, then I encourage you to check out my YouTube channel, Lessons with Leslie, and check that video out. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into today's lesson I'm expecting. And of course, I told you the last time this is a three-part series. And today we're going to be talking about our expectations of people. So buckle up for this one, guys. It is going to be live and in color. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, just like I shared in the last lesson a couple weeks ago, I'll start by defining and giving some synonyms for the word expecting. Cambridge Dictionary defines expecting as to think or believe something will happen or someone will arrive. Some words that are synonymous with expecting are anticipating, watching for, hoping for, looking forward to, waiting for, and counting on. It is impossible to avoid relationships with people because we were not designed that way. We came into this world already belonging to our parents, and that's just the beginning of the relationships that we're going to have. People, they are important. Human connection is vital to our development But we can't connect ourselves with just any and everybody. This is a sad, but a realistic truth. And we also can't just say, you know, I don't expect things of people because we do. But let me ask you, when those expectations aren't met, how do we deal with it? How do we deal with the hurt, the betrayal, the letdown, the disappointment? Now, the solution is not to, you know, put a wall up and say, I'm going to live in this bubble and isolate myself from the world and never let anybody close to me again. Instead of writing people off, we have to learn how to manage our expectations of people. And this goes for everyone that we're connected to because we have some type of expectation, where whether we admit it or not, with everyone that we spend time with. Managing your expectations of people will save you a whole, and I emphasize whole lot of time and tears. This is a lesson that I learned a few years ago, and it took me quite a while to get it. 
but I finally got it. I learned the hard way that people can only give you what they have. And what I mean by that is how emotionally mature they are. Their relation to you nor their age has nothing to do with it. People will treat you according to what is in their heart. Now, their words may make you feel like you're important to them, but trust me, actions don't lie ever. And y'all know I'm going to quote Maya Angelou on this one. When people show you who they are, believe them. And I'll take it a step further. When God shows you who people are, believe him because he never misses. But even in my own life, I've found that a lot of times we want people to be what we have already imagined them to be in our mind. We live in the hope of what it could be. And, you know, we tend to believe their potential rather than what they're showing us. And people can mean more to you than you do to them. And the sooner we accept this, the better it will be for us. Job, he didn't expect his wife and his friends to kick him while he was down. But guess what? They did. Joseph, he didn't expect his brothers to try and murder him, but they did. David, who served King Saul faithfully, he probably never imagined that he would have to literally run for his life because King Saul wanted him dead, but he did. Being mistreated by a stranger on the street versus someone who holds a special place in your heart, they're near and dear to you, that is not the same. And David knew too well how it felt to be betrayed by someone you love. Because in Psalm 41 and 9, he stated the one that he trusted, he hung out with them, he did life with them. That was the very one who stabbed him in the back. And he said, you know what? I could have handled it if it was my enemy, but it was my close, close friend. We can't keep giving people the best of us when we're getting the worst from them over and over again. We are not doormats, punching bags, inanimate objects that people can you know, manipulate and take advantage of because we have feelings too. And guarding our heart and being wise about who we let into our lives is necessary. It is vital. And God will reveal to us those that we need to distance ourselves from or maybe not even engage with at all. But oftentimes it's hard to believe based on who they are or how long you've known them that what God is showing you is true. But we have to remember God is never wrong because he sees what we can't see. You know what it is, their heart. I want to touch on unrealistic expectations real quick because that is a thing too. Sometimes the problem that I found isn't the other person. It really is us when we do these things that I'm about to mention. When we try to find our identity in someone else and we can't function without them, that is an unrealistic expectation. When we're needy, we want to monopolize someone else's time. We're possessive. We want to have that person all to ourselves as if we own them. And if they have relationships with other people, we feel intimidated by that. When we expect someone to heal a hurt that they didn't cause or pay for something that they didn't do, that is unrealistic. When we want to make people responsible for our unresolved trauma and dump all of our baggage in their lap instead of doing the work to heal, all of these things that I've just mentioned will never be found in anyone anyway. And if anything, it will be the very reason that our relationships fall apart. So first and foremost, I think it's crucial to make sure that our expectations are reasonable. And if not, we need to look within and figure out what is missing in our lives because our fulfillment, our wholeness, and our happiness, it is an inside job and no one can do that for us. When it comes to managing my expectations of people, I have learned to place them in two categories, grace and space. And let me 
I'll explain to you what I mean by that. Based on a person's character and their track record with me, should I give them grace or do I give them space? Now, let's first look at the people who belong in the grace category. Excuse me. Now, these are your relationships with people who have been there to support you. They put time and effort into the relationship. You know, life maybe has changed for them and has changed for you as well. You know, you're married now. You have children. You're working a nine to five. So the dynamics of life looks different. So maybe the flow of your relationship would change as well and you need to make some adjustments. You know, you might not talk to them as often as you used to, but you know if you need them, they will be there for you. And when you do reconnect with them, you pick right back up where you left off. You know, it's not, it's like you don't even miss a beat. And you don't even get upset or offended when they can't call you right back or text you right away or you can't hang out like you used to. These are the kind of relationships that you give grace. As long as the relationship is being reciprocated to some degree, then offer grace. When we are complete and whole in who we are, it's easy to offer grace to those that you're in relationship with because you know you need that same grace yourself. You know, and if life has changed for either one of you, your love will still be undeniable. Any person who truly loves you will never leave you guessing where you stand with them. In Proverbs 17, 17, the Living Bible states, A true friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in the time of need. There's another scripture that speaks to the reason healthy relationships are so important. It's found in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 10, and the Living Bible states, Two can accomplish more than twice as much as one, for the results can be much better. If one falls, the other pulls him up. But if a man falls when he is alone, he is in trouble. The second category is space. And y'all, this is a hard one to do because we want to see the good in everyone. Give people unlimited chances to disappoint us. Believe that they're going to do better based on flattering words, empty promises, and fake apologies. You know, after all, that's my mom, my dad, my brother. That's my sister. That is my BFF. We go way back like eight tracks. We serve the same God. We go to the same church. But as difficult as it may be, some people need to be placed in the space category of our lives. If any relationship that I'm in requires that I cry more than I smile, I feel more alone when I'm with you. I leave your presence feeling worse about myself or I'm always the initiator, the one giving life to the relationship. Then what do we really have? This is a sign that I need to reassess your role in my life. Now, in order for a relationship to work and not be one-sided, there has to be reciprocation. There's got to be some sort of exchange. Now, we can't expect dollar for dollar, you know, because I pay for your meal today. You got to pay for mine the next time we go somewhere or I got you a gift. Now you got to get me one. And I spent two hours with you last week. So now it's your turn to spend some time with me. That kind of stuff is silly and petty. But you do expect people to show up for you. If you have been showing up for them and they are nowhere to be found when you need them the most, with these type of people, you have to give them space, meaning separating yourself from them. Love them from a distance. You know, you can't feel guilty about doing so. You probably will, but just override that feeling because that is a weight that you do not need to carry. Why is space important once you determine that they're just not that into you? Because trust me, People make time for who and what is important. And Amos 3 and 3 answers that question for us. And the New Living Translation states, 
Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? With people that deserve space, there is a pattern of them not showing up, not keeping their commitment without any explanation at all. They feel totally comfortable running in and out of our lives and they can take you or leave you. And people always show us exactly how they feel about us. But a lot of times I found we don't pay attention. When someone has a track record with us that is clearly dismissive of what it takes to have a healthy and wholesome relationship, then it's time to put some space and some distance between the two of you. Now, as hard as it may be for your peace and your sanity's sake, you have to do it. Our lives will not thrive if we're being consumed by expecting someone to be who they may never be. Now, this is a very important point that I'm going to make, so listen up. Anytime that it's necessary to distance ourselves from someone, the wrong thing to do is to demonize them, label them as a bad person, or get on the phone and gossip about them. We still have to treat them as we would want them to treat us. And giving people space looks like this and sounds like this. I love you. I truly want God's best for you. I will keep you in my prayers, but not up close and personal in my life. And as you start pulling away and you don't hear from them, they're not the least bit concerned about the relationship, then that is your proof that you did the right thing. And I have found that some relationships are reconcilable, which that is always the goal and it is wonderful, but unfortunately, some relationships are not. And again, you can't make someone love you and value you, nor should you waste your time trying. And I'll close with this. We must know if our expectations of people are realistic or too much and if we need to give them grace or space. We can't control anyone and make them treat us the way we deserve, but we can manage our expectations of them based on what they show us on a repeated and continual basis. You will know who belongs in the grace category and in the space category of your life. Just like the Bible says, you will know them by their fruit. And there's this one scripture that would solve all of our relationship problems. And it's super easy, but for some reason, it's hard for us to do. It is found in Luke 6 and 31. And the Living Bible states, treat others as you want them to treat you. See there, I told you it's super easy, but for some reason, we just can't seem to master that. So thank you so much, everyone, for hanging with me today. As always, I am honored. Anytime you give me out of your busy schedules, please know that I don't take that lightly. Thank you for always coming back and tuning in. Join me on December the 1st for the final installment of this series. I'll be discussing our expectations of God. And let me ask you, have you ever expected God to work out a situation in your favor and it didn't happen? I think we can all say that we've been there at some point in our lives. So join me on the 1st of December and let's talk about it. I hope you enjoyed your time with your family. If you celebrate Thanksgiving with your family and friends, I hope you enjoy that. Black Friday shopping, if you plan on doing that, and let's not forget the good food that we look so forward to eating this time of year. Again, have a wonderful holiday, safe travels, enjoy, and I'll talk to you soon. So this concludes today's episode of Lessons with Leslie. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I do appreciate it. In the description of this podcast, you will find my website and social media platform information, and I would love to connect with you there. I also look forward to chatting with you every first and third Friday of the month. In the meantime, remember that you matter because you do. In Christ, you will always be enough. 
You are never alone, and most importantly, you are eternally and unconditionally loved. Until next time, take care. Thank you.